Welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode of the CLI podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Today, we have an amazing, another amazing woman for you. And that is Miss Mialika Smith, aka Money Smith, who is a licensed insurance slash investor whose mission is to help families become properly protected, debt-free, and financially independent. So stay tuned for Miss Mialika Smith on the other side. Have you ever wanted to take your idea and turn it into a business, but wasn't sure if anyone would like your offer? Well, join my five-week validated coaching program where I help you excavate your ideas, get clear on who your product is for, and get sales before you launch so you don't end up launching to crickets. The waitlist is open and there are only five spots available. You can sign up now by using the link in my bio or you can go on to Instagram.com slash I am Koyeta and use the first link in my bio. See you there. Okay. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Malika Smith, who is uh, AKA the money coach. Yay! <laughs> yes, so you're an entrepreneur uh, and a licensed financial coach, which is amazing. Um, especially with COVID out here, we need we need more information from you. So, just tell us a little bit about yourself. So, thank you very much for having me, Koyeta. Yes. Oh yeah! <laughs> One ring the bell for me, right? Thank you so much for having me on my uh, podcast. I appreciate what you do. I've been following you, and I see I, what I love about you is that you post. Yes, I know we're talking about me, but I gotta tell you that you know um, I love that you you post your journey, right? Yeah. You post your wins, you post your loses, you post like what's happening with you, and you know what's going on in your life, and what's you know all, all what your journey is, right? Because I Definitely. think that's Thank so you. important to yeah. pass on that information to the next person, the next queen out there, the next female, the next male, you know, the yeah. next individual who wants to do something great in their life and they think failure is that's it the end all and be all but not knowing that hey it doesn't matter there's success that's coming so Absolutely. I am Malika you're welcome queen I am Malika Smith um they call me money Smith I got that name from one of my business partner her her little child um who was like 11 she's always hearing me talking about money and every time I call her yes we got to get the money okay this is a strategy <laughs> she's like you know what? You should be called Money Smith. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take it. <laughs> right? I love so, that. <laughs> so that's how that came. Um, I've been in business for three years. I've been helping. I accidentally, you know, sometimes I tell people I feel like Saul who turned into Paul, you know, when you're going on your way, because I didn't know anything about finance. Yeah. So I accidentally went into finance because I had to learn, you know, the, the, learn the gap, learn the hard way. You know, um, I have done so many side hustles in my life and yet I still cannot see the fruits of my labor. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's not until my mom was, you know, you know, past her retirement age, she didn't know what to do, you know, with her investment and her finances and I didn't know what to do but what I did say to her is like hey listen I'll accompany you to the bank so you can speak to your financial advisor and maybe I can learn as well what it is that I need to do so when I went there and um, the advisor was like um 
mom, I'm, I'm just going to say her name. Actually, I don't even think she cares. Mrs. Howell, <laughs> I can call her name. Mrs. Howell, when do you want to retire? And my mom was like, next year. And he's like, okay, see you next year. If you can see my face right now, it shows disgust. I was like, so that's it. This is what a financial advisor do. They just say, see you next year. And then you, what, you come back again next year. And if she say the next year, then it's going to be the next year. There was no yeah, strategy. What's the planning? Yeah. There was no plan. There was no strategy. There was nothing. Right. Um, and I'm like, this does not make any sense to me. Uh, my mom is, she's, she was a PSW and actually she's one of the people that got cut because she didn't want to take the vaccine. Yeah. Right? And even though she was working all through COVID, she got cut for that. And I'm like, anyways, my mom is supposed to be retiring. She's not, um, she's not getting any direction. And I'm like, I do not want my mom's fate to be my fate. So then I start looking for information about finance and like how I can become financially independent. I didn't even know what that meant. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, how do I become financially independent? And then I start doing it. I helped a lot of families. I became number one in my first, my engaged to 90 days. And then it was like, hey, I guess this is what you were called to do. That's amazing. So um, the pandemic birthed your opportunity. The pandemic more or less birthed my opportunity. Yes. Yeah. In a, you know, in a very interesting way. Yeah. But that's a, that's a cool story. Like you never know what you're meant to do or how it's going to happen, you know? Exactly, exactly. I think, you know, all the time we're praying and we, you know, we're asking God for certain things. And then we we think we're going to receive it one way, but then he turns, you know, say, no, oh, no, you're going to receive it this way. Exactly. So I think, you know, as human beings, we need to be open to opportunities, right? Because if we're praying for something and somebody shows up, like with what you do, I appreciate what you do and, you know, helping people create. And I love that word. When I saw it on your website, I was like, oh! <laughs> right um curate their thoughts mm -hmm. right because it's one thing if, if you you all you never had any any a coach you know just yeah. like yourself to teach you how to create your thoughts and get your ideas out there and bring it to market right yeah. you're gonna feel stuck and you're not gonna want to you know go ahead and go and follow your dreams right and that's when we give up so I, that's why i appreciate what you're doing so much thank you so much i really appreciate that it, it's important i don't think we spend enough time thinking and curating our ideas and and you know trying to put energy around that we sometimes we just want to jump in but you gotta you gotta slow it down a little bit so thank you for that so tell me some trends that are happening in the industry and what we need to be aware of as you know consumers um which part from the insurance from the side from the insurance side. Okay, so the trend that's happening um, in the insurance side, as you notice, like for instance, um, some insurance companies are not taking people who have COVID, oh, right? If you're, tested, yeah. if you're tested positive for COVID, they don't wanna have nothing to do with that, Yeah. right? So I tell everybody I'm out there saying, hey, listen, if you don't have insurance right now, you need to get it, Yeah. right? It's the, it's the foundation of building your generational wealth. Now, if you have, you know, um, a, a net worth that's sizable that can last for a few um, generations, then you don't need insurance, right? Um, the way how I look at it is that 
you want to be self-insured. And until you get to your wealth building stage where you're like, yes, I'm okay. I don't have to worry about money. I don't have to worry about if my kids um, are going to go to the best school possible, then you don't need insurance. But yeah. if you're starting building your wealth, you know, you need to accumulate an asset. The best thing is to do is get some insurance. So that's one of the, the big things that's trending and not really taking you if you have COVID. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good to know, actually. Yeah. 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 So I tell everybody, get, get something, get anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, go out there and put some, some stuff on you. Term insurance is the best, especially when you're, you're building wealth. So um, just make sure that you get some term insurance because you have your RSP, you have your TFSA on the investment side. Yeah. Right. If the mm-hmm. government is giving you incentives so you can save, you should utilize those two products. Well, if you're bringing up term, term insurance, what is term insurance? So term insurance is, is an insurance that lasts for a term, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, you, you get insurance up until you need it. I know most people will be like, okay, you need insurance for your whole life. You do not. You need money for your whole life, okay. right? <laughs> you don't need insurance for your whole life, but you do need money for your whole life. So what, what I do with my clients and what I teach um, the team and the my business partners to do is that, hey, get the clients to get insurance and save their money, save the difference of, you know, what they would have gotten in a whole life or universal um, life insurance, right? So term insurance, you only need it for a specific time. I would like to get you to a million dollars where you have that in cash, in in investments, as opposed to you having a million dollars insurance because you got to die in order to get that. And you don't even get that, right? Your family gets that. That's a good point, We're going to circle back to that um, investment portion. So, you know, for example, if I'm a client of yours or trying to become a client of yours, walk me through your process if we're meeting for, you know, the first time. Perfect. So um, what I do for the first time, I get to know you. I get to know your goals and dreams because I honestly believe that you can't help anybody if they don't know where they're going. Right. Right. It's not just about selling insurance because I did not come into this business because of selling insurance. I came into this business because I wanted to learn how to get a net worth that is substantial. That's over a million dollars. Right. So what I want for myself, I want for my clients. So first, our first meeting is I'm asking you about your goals. What is it that you want to achieve? What are um, things that's pending? And you know, what's shocking is that most people don't have that plan. Most people were never taught that, hey, what's your one-year goal? What's your five-year goal? What's your 10-year goal? It's just that, oh, well, I'll see what Jesus gave me. I'm like, no, (laughs) right? I'll see what God provides, right? So I'm like, well, if you don't have a plan, how is he going to provide you anything if you don't even believe that you're going to get it anyways, right? So that's the first thing that I do because I believe the mindset is extremely important, mm-hmm. right? I gotta make sure that we are on the same mindset when it comes to wealth, right? And when it comes to all aspects, sometimes um, I feel like I'm like, you know, when you go to the salon and the salon back in the days, you go to the salon and, you know, the, the client is telling the salon about their, 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 like their life issues. That's how I feel like, right? Because <laughs> where people tell me like, you know, part of their, about their life, you know, what struggles that they happen. And I listen because, and if I can recommend and and send them to somebody else to help them with that issue, like, you know, purchasing a car, purchasing a home, like stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you know, relationships. Right. So if Mm -hmm. I can, and this is why with me, I want to do a hub for my family. I I call my, my clients, my family. I want to do a hub for them where 
I help you in all parts of your life because if something is happening in the relationship part, it's going to affect my the wealth part. It's going to affect the money part. So I want to make sure that everything is working, you know, cohesively so we can get you to your goals. So that's the first thing that we do. The second thing that, that I do is create a plan for you, like a financial game plan, figure out what your assets is, what's your liabilities. I know most people probably don't think that them as an individual have assets and liabilities. They think it's just big businesses that do. Right. But right. Assets and our assets is our money, our house, our health. Right. right. Yeah. And our liabilities is, you know, our rent, our mortgages, you know, yeah. phone bill, light bill. That's your 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 liabilities. Right. So figure out where they are um, with that, because it's not just only about the budget. Right. right. Because financially, if you don't a financial game, game plan is totally different from the budget. The budget just tells keeps a historical record of, hey, what am I spending? What am I bringing in? But the financial game plan is you need to hit this goal. So how much more money do I have to start saving? How much more money do I have to start putting towards investments? So we create that plan. And the third thing, the follow-up is to more or less to implement and put the plan in place. I love that. Okay, break that down for us. <laughs> I'm going to go to the wildest things. What are some of the wildest, wildest things that you've heard from clients about why they don't invest or why they don't have insurance? What are they telling you? You see like how I'm silent there for a minute? That's exactly what they're telling me. I'm sure you've heard some things. That's the, that's the wildest things that they, they would tell me. Um, let's see. What, what, what are the, some of the wildest things that, are, that, I've, that I've heard? Oh, like one of the things people say is that I don't want to lose that, my money. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and where do they think of losing it? Is it in terms of life insurance? Uh, oh, I'm happy that you bring that up. So with the life insurance, they'll be like, well, why do I need life insurance? I'm not going to get that money back. And I'll be like, so why do you need car insurance? You're not getting that money back either. But at Very least true. your family is going to get something. Very true. Right? Car yeah. insurance secures the other person's mm -hmm. vehicle, right? Yes, it secures your vehicle too, but at least your family is going to build generational wealth, mm -hmm. right? I realize it's, it's so, so funny. I think God dropped this in my head actually a few weeks ago. If you're not in the right environment mm -hmm. where your circle is talking about generational wealth and money and getting wealthy and increasing their status quo, yeah, it's gonna be like business as usual where everybody is just like, I don't need life insurance. Yeah, right. I don't think I need life insurance. Why do I need life insurance for? What you know? Why do I'm not gonna die? That's a wild thing. I'm not gonna die. <laughs> I'm really? not gonna die. You know, I die right now. You know, oh, I still have time. Yeah, I. So crazy. I think. Do you think our West Indian backgrounds play a part in this? I think it heavily play a part because in the Caribbean, even, even in North America, mm -hmm. right? That's not talk about in schools. It's not talk about in circles. When you go over for, for Christmas dinner, family dinner, whatever dinner, we ain't talking about that. We're talking about Joseph Mary's who slept with somebody else's husband, brother, sister, child, Ooh. right? So yeah. The, the more you're in, in an environment that talks about wealth building, the more it happens. Yeah, so your circle matters. The circle is 100% makes a big difference on whether you're going to be wealthy or not. Wow. That's it. That's it. And that's how you, it, that goes for business and personal, just anything yeah. you want to do. The circle always matters. The circle does matter. And you always need to like, I, if I, if I'm the smartest one in the room, I'm not going in that room. Yeah. 
right? I always want to go into a room where there's other people who have more wealth than me and have more experience than me so I can step up to that gate. Because what I realize in life, you don't know what you don't know. Absolutely. And if you don't experience certain things, you don't know it exists. True, true. Very, very true. So, you know, where do we focus our attention when it comes to investing? Let's say our goal is to, as a business owner, let's say I want to increase my wealth. I'm trying to get as much money as possible, trying to stack it because I got a family. Um, where do I start with that? Where would one so start with that? The, the first thing is, um, how much do you want to get, mm -hmm. right? In, in Napoleon Hill, I'm going to give you as a book because I'm, I'm an avid book reader, um, Think and Grow Rich. Yes, um, I read that book. There, you, right. In there, yes. he has a formula. And one of the things that he said, and I, I realized that it is true, right? Because mm -hmm. when you're going for a job, when you randomly apply for jobs everywhere, right? You don't get, it, let's say you do get the job, you probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. Right? And when you do randomly apply for a job everywhere, you know, whatever the case may be, you don't get the job. Mm -hmm. When you focus and you tailor your resume down to what it is that you want, you find you get the job that you want. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the same thing with finances. So we got to first get the GPS to figure out how much is it that you need to scale your business. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where you're going to have to do some homework and then bring that information back to me so we can plug that into the system to see exactly how much you need and when you need it by, right? So that is the first step. The investment part, like you can, you so much, you have so much access with investments out there, yeah. right? But I want to make sure that the portfolio that I customize for you and your family matches your time horizon. Perfect. Now, right? if yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. In terms of insurance, now I I don't know how privy we, we all are to this information, but you there are some insurances where you can pull from to, to use, right? Yeah. So how is that beneficial? First of all, is that recommended and how is that beneficial? So those insurance are permanent insurance. They have a cash value. So those mm -hmm. are the ones that are universal life and whole life insurance. Mm -hmm. I personally would not recommend if you're starting out and you're under, a, like, I don't, I wouldn't recommend it period because I think it's a waste of money. Really? I think it's a waste of money. However, <laughs> right. Um, let's say you have an, I'll say this part and then I'll double back. Let's yeah. say you have a net worth of $10 million because you see the wealthy people are doing that. You mm -hmm. don't want to be taxes because of probate. You want to make sure that you're not that place for your taxes. Then you probably might get, you know, but you can get any insurance, right? Yeah. You can term, it goes up to term 100 and, you know, so you can get term insurance for that too. But that's what most wealthy people use permanent and whole life insurance for, mm -hmm. right? So that's what permanent and whole life insurance. If you're starting off building your wealth, the best thing to do is to get um, term insurance and then invest your money with the, if you're in Canada, TFSA, RSP. If you're in the States, it's Roth IRA and um, that stuff, right? So, mm -hmm. The reason why I wouldn't recommend it is because that insurance, most of the monies get eaten up in fees. Yes, you can probably take it out in the next 10, 15 years um, uh, to purchase a home, right? right. Yeah. Uh, probably more 15 than 10, right? Yeah. yeah. 
However, if you had put that same amount of money in a TFSA and RSP, that would have been more beneficial to you because it would have grown more. Right. So with the whole life and the universal life for the first five to 10 years, there's no money in the cash value. Mm. If you put an RSP and a TFSA, your money is there. Okay. Got that. Now. Okay. So that's what you're saying is that's a rich man's game. <laughs> Yeah, like honestly, that's one. That's you know, like when you want to play, you know, ah, yeah, I'll we'll take some money, some of that money, right? Yeah. Like that's not rich, like whole life and universal life is a rich man's game. You should separate them. You shouldn't have your investments and your insurance together, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to see your investments grow. You want to make sure that your portfolio is ta- um, tailored to wealth. And also, the amazing thing about the RRSP. Um, for my Canadians is that you get to take out, um, well, right now, as of right now, I'm not sure if it's shade, you get to take out 35K for first time home buyers. So why not utilize that? Right. Right. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was going to say the the benefit, uh, what is the benefit between uh, of the RSP versus the TSFA? Because um, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I kind of let go of that RSP because I'm like, Listen, when it comes to retirement time, they're going to base what you get on your RSPs, right? So they're kind of limiting you in that sense versus the TSFA where everything's available to you. Um, What do you think about that? When you say they're going to base, what do you mean by that? Uh, Well, you know, honestly, my parents right now, one is in retirement and the other is not. He saved up a lot of money in terms of uh, for his RSP. So it's almost like he can't retire because he has this, he has too much money. But when he retires, it's not going to be enough um, to pay down the bills uh, because they're not going to give him enough to kind of be able to live. So that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> you know, RSPs are a great thing, but it's well, know, it's kind of complicated. I think where your the other parent is 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 concerned. I think um, because he didn't, as I said, with the person at the bank with my mom. Yeah. Right. He needs to find somebody who can do a really good financial game plan for him, right? Because right? he can retire. I keep telling him. <laughs> yeah, you just need to see exactly what's happening with 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 the money, what's mm-hmm. going to happen with the taxes, and you you sh- the thing about the RSP. Okay, so if you were starting off, let's say you're 30 years old, right? Yeah. And you're starting off, you know, you have a family, you're building wealth and stuff like that. You want to put money into your RSP because you can use it as a first-time home buyer, as I said. Yeah. And the other thing is when you put money into the RSP, the government gives you some of your taxes back, mm-hmm. right? So those $2,000, $1,000 and stuff that you are getting back, it, you need to take that and put that into, you know, RSP or TFSA. That's not vacation money, okay? Yeah. So at least <laughs> some of it right don't spend it all in one place right remember mama used to say don't spend all your money in one place so at least at least you know so when you look at it the numbers right historically when you deposit money into your rsp it does help in the long run to build your wealth right i would have advised that your your dad use the tfsa as well in conjunction with the rsp right they work out to be the same thing just one is tax deferred and one is tax free Right. The RSP, you get taxed when you're 65, but it's how he set it up to be withdrawn and where he can pull the money from. So okay. we use different strategies to help you to um, lower your taxes, right? In, in, yeah. in that sense, 
right? So he, he can retire. So you gotta like, you know, look at the numbers and see how you can play it so it can work in his needs. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. It works out to be the same thing at the ending of when he wants to retire, when you need your money by, mm -hmm. um, just one is tax deferred and one is tax free. Mm -hmm. So is there, is one better than the other essentially because of how it's taxed? Um, not exactly because yeah. keep in mind when you put in your, your, um, TFSA, it's after tax money. So you already got tax on it. Right. Uh -huh. But it all, the, it's, it's, it's more or less how much money it's not like, I don't want my clients or people to focus so much on the TFSA and the RSP and if one is better, Yeah. but you should focus on is creating a plan so you can reap the benefits of both of them. Love it. Love it. So it's all about strategy. It's all about that plan. Exactly. It's all about the plan. Okay, perfect. Now you put a heavy emphasis on families, you know, investing and, and strengthening that family unit financially. Why should uh, we focus on the family unit when it comes to finances? So I'm so happy. I love that question. I am so happy that you asked that question because I think we forget. I ask, This is a question that I ask. Why do you work? <laughs> right. right? Yeah. I would ask people, why do you work, right? And some of the question will be to pay bills. <laughs> That's what yeah. they would say to me, to pay bills. I'm like, what? <laughs> right? There's nothing there about, I work so eventually I can retire at 40. Yeah. I work so I can live a, an abundant life, you know, in the future, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. I work so I, my family can get financial freedom. No, it's always to pay bills. Yeah. Right. So when that happens, if, if your mindset is to pay bills, that is a heavy burden for the family life. Yeah. Because one day when you're not able to pay that bills, guess who suffer? The family. Yes. Right. So, and you know, I said, I, I realized like when I, when I, cause I sit down with a lot of families, right. And you can tell when a child is acting out, you can tell what, what happened and you, the teachers, you can tell they don't know, but if, if, if they have sit down with a lot of families, like I did, they would realize that something is happening in the family where the family is not cohesive. They don't mm -hmm. have a plan. They don't have a family goal. Our family wants to be blah, blah, blah in the next five years. Yeah. So when you don't have that goal and you don't have that plan, any obstacles, any adversity happens, you know, where that like COVID is a, a, a big example, right? Yeah. A lot of things that's not being talked about is suicide, but suicide rate went up. Yeah, true. Right. The rate went up because people can't, they can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is why it's important that together as a family, you do need to talk about finances. And I don't talk about like we have I use fund managers. So they take care of looking at the funds, finding out what's happening in Asia, finding out what's happening in Europe. Right. That's not my job. Right. Yeah. I'm like the man. I'm like your doctor and we have the scientists and we have the doctor and then we have the client. I'm the doctor of the finance. I'm the, the middle person who gets the information from the scientists, analyze it and be like, okay, so you know, the scientists always have these big words, same thing in finance, right? They yeah. all have these numbers, MER and all that stuff. Clients don't want to hear about that stuff. No. So I'm the one who gets that information and I bring the, the information back to your life and I speak in your language so you can understand, hey, this is what I need to know. Just like the doctor, because the doctor is not going to use the big words of what's happening to you, right? Right. Love that. Love that. And so when you speak of the family unit, I know you're talking also about children as well. So how do we get our children to start thinking about 
money or about investing? How do we get them to start having that be a part of uh, their vocabulary when they're talking to their friends, when they're, you know, how do we do that? I love it. If you guys could see my smile, I wish, you know, podcast, you can have videos, but if you can see my smile, well, and I just turn it on the camera today. While I was at, well, I was being asked that question. So I was thinking the same thing too, because I was like, okay, so obviously this is a generational gap because yeah. if my mom didn't know about finance, that means her mom didn't know about finance. And you know, right. and so it goes forth and forth and forth. And then it comes yeah. to me where mm-hmm. she couldn't teach me anything about finance. Right. right? She teach me how to cook. I don't even know how to cook people. <laughs> that's, another, that's another, that's another, that's another day. You know, my forte is bringing the knowledge to you and go reading all the books and find out what's happening out there in the financial world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, that's the thing. So what I, what I said to myself, I was like, okay, it's one thing I'm getting the family to be, you know, wealthy, you know, mm-hmm. hit their financial independence number. Yeah. But it's yeah. the other thing. If, then they transfer that money to the kids and the kids don't know what to do with it. Right. 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 Because we have seen those cases happen. Yeah. Right. Where, where that money don't go down to the next generation. It probably just stops at just one generation. So we see where things happen. So what I decided to do, I decided to do a challenge with my kids. So instead of giving, um, iPhone gifts to my kids, like clothes, whatever. And I call them my kids, my, my clients, kids, which is my family, right? (laughs) To to them, what I would do, I create, I give them money and I created a chart. I wish I brought it so you can see, I create like a a budget sheet. It, every, the, the, the month is in there. Mm -hmm. Every time they get money, they need to record it, how much money they get, right. For birthdays, whatever it is. Right. They're allowed, and I section it off for them. You're allowed to spend only 10% of that, right? Yeah. And I show them how to get, find 10%. I put that in the booklet, right? Mm-hmm. And you deposit the money in there. So I created this, this saving mechanism where I'm like, this is what I'm doing. So every time I go over to the, the, their house, right, to see how they're doing, they were like, I didn't save any money, you know? And like, oh, <laughs> one of my, <laughs> oh my class child, he was like, my sister, she decided that, you know, I should spend it on the ice cream truck. You know, I had a hundred dollars and, and then it's gone. <laughs> I don't like it. It's okay. Right. Yeah. So what are we going to do for the next time? Right. Cause it's, it's, it's a habit. Yeah. Right? Money, yeah. Getting money is a habit. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what are we going to do for the next step? This is what we're going to do again. Right. We're going to start from this. We're going to see how much we're going to save and stuff like that. And then we continue. So I get the kids involved. Um, I give them a booklet, like how money works for kids. Right. Cause yeah. I think it's nice. very important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, right now I have my kids. Um, they all have bank accounts. Uh, they all, they know what's in the bank account. They, when they get their money, they put it in. I never thought of that 10, you know, spend only 10%. So I'm going to implement that. Thank you. Um, but I try to have a lot of money conversations in our home, um, future conversations. And because, you know, being an entrepreneur as well, they see, they see money coming and they hear the money talks and, you know, that's also spurred them as well. So I think what you were saying is really important about, you know, the people you're surrounded with, the conversations you're having in your home, kids mm-hmm. notice, they see it, it matters. And when they're talking to their friends and when they're thinking futuristically, they're also thinking about those things as well. So exactly, I love, I love that. Now, I know you mentioned uh, mindset, which is a big thing when it comes to money. What is it 
how it, how can it impact you if you don't have the right mindset when it comes to money? I'm going to flip it that way. Okay. So with that, like it impacts you for the fact that number one, you, you're not going to feel that you're capable of getting to where you, uh, let's say a perfect example. Yeah. You want to earn hundred K. Yes. Right. If you don't have the mindset to earn hundred K for this year, you're not going to do what you need to do to earn hundred K. Mm-hmm. So right? it's bigger than the plan. It's bigger than the plan. The, the mindset is a, the first thing, yeah. right? It doesn't matter how much plans I could implement. If right. we don't have the mindset that we're going to, and I actually see it. It's, it's so weird. Um, when it happens, I actually see it with my clients' investments. Like I can see the people who actually, I'm telling you, everything I believe is connected. I think we are connected energy-wise, even in our bank accounts is connected, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, this, I did a challenge just that called the race to 10K, mm-hmm. right? Because um, with my clients, because I was like, you know what? Everybody likes a challenge, right? <laughs> so I was like, your goal is that you got to accumulate 10K within one year. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna show me that you're really serious of, about purchasing that home. Yeah. Right. It's one thing that you said you want a home, but if you're not doing anything to get it, it's not gonna come. Don't mm-hmm. think about how it's gonna come. Don't think about oh my gosh, I don't have enough money. The first thing you gotta do is start. The second thing you gotta do is follow the plan. Yeah. Right. So if I say we start six months, we're gonna revisit the plan. We're gonna we're gonna have to increase that from like the smallest amount of investment that you can do with me is twenty five dollars a month, right? In yeah. six months, we're gonna increase that to two hundred dollars because mm-hmm. I'm giving you that threshold so you can pay off your debts. I'm giving you that time so you can you know get your mind in order. Mm-hmm. I give my clients books because I realize that if they're not in the same wavelength that I said earlier, then it's gonna be an issue. So I I give them a book um to that I'm reading about creating wealth small little book it's yeah. less than 100 pages so i give them a book i even give them ideas about vision board right yeah, i ask them cool. what is it that you want i give them the bristol board and cut out the pictures for them <laughs> i was like look at that you know because this yeah. is where we were going so the clients who are very um receptive to me doing that i yeah. can see the difference with their goals and why they have hit their goals one of my clients she hit it in eight months Ooh. Right. She didn't even know she didn't need a regular person. She has a part time job. She's working for UPS. Yeah. Part time. Yeah. Right. If you're trying to save 10K per year, that's like, you know, almost nine, nine hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Right. Almost nine hundred dollars a month. So with her, I said, don't worry about the number being so big yeah. because your investments help with that as well. Right. And you never know what's going to happen. So what happened with her is that her job gave her six thousand dollars. She doesn't she didn't even know what it was for. Right. <laughs> yeah. She, she's like, well, they give me six thousand dollars. And it was during covid time. Right. Yeah. So they probably give them money to help with covid. Yeah. Um, um, and she's a really good worker. So yeah. I don't know if everybody got it, but I know she got <laughs> but it. She got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got it. She got a raise um, with um, her job. She got a raise. And also her brother moved in with her to help her with the rent. Love it. Love it. So when you want something really bad, the universe, God, everybody works to get you there. And this is what you got to believe. Because if you don't believe, then it's not going to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I think also you have to be creative when it comes to money. How important do you think creativity is in the process as well? extremely important Mm -hmm. right extremely important i believe that you got to try new things when god i don't know who you talk give you that vision 
You yeah. got to go out there and execute it. You got to right. go out there and create it, right? Because I believe it's, because you don't know which one is going to hit, which one is going to stick. You don't know. Right, true. You yeah. got to go out and you got to try whatever information comes to your head and make sure you document. I think documentation is a really, really big thing because you want to know how did I get there, mm-hmm. right? So make sure that you document, you know, the things that you're doing to get there and, you know, what 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 tactics you're using. Right. I love that. That's a good point. You never think to write it down until it happens. And you're like, oh, what, what did I do? I love that. Now we were talking about job and, you know, career paths and, you know, COVID's happening and a lot of people are turning to entrepreneurship or switching career paths. So why is, you know, the investment uh, insurance industry, a good career path? Um, first of all, because I think it's the blood life of the economy. Ooh, okay. Money is the blood life of the economy. And that's what the insurance and the investments, um, that's what we do, right? Everybody (laughs) wants money, more money. Um, Everybody needs money. So why not? And I think that's how I looked at it. I didn't look at the fact that, oh my gosh, am I going to get any clients? Oh my gosh, is it going to be challenging? I look at the fact that, hey, if I need to learn this, and as I said, the way how I got into it was like by, you know, by fate, I guess. Mm And it it is not always the most easiest thing because of the the belief, right? But it's extremely simple because it's the currency that everybody use. One thing that's, well, there's a few things that I'm not going to talk about, um, but that's universal language is money. Yeah, true. Everybody knows it all around the world is money, Mm -hmm. right? So I believe the the financial industry, it should be, um, they don't make it as sexy as real estate or, you know, yes. <laughs> like yes. online. You're right. Writing. You're right. But I'm saying I'm going to make it sexy. Okay? You're making it sexy. I believe I'm you. I'm going to make it sexy. <laughs> they don't make it. <laughs> and also that's because of, of regulation too as well, right? Um, because, you know, we're regulated by the government. There's certain things you can say and certain things that you can't say because I do both as well. Investments, yeah. they're a little bit more lenient, but with where, I mean, insurance, they're a little bit more lenient, but investments, you know, it's highly regulated. So yeah. you got to be careful and like w- what you say, like you can't be given, oh, I'm going to give you a, a 9% return. And I don't say that to my clients, right? Mm-hmm. But I show historically, this is what the fund has done. Good, right? I love it. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, you know what, I'm going to make the financial industry sexy. That's my calling. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I found you I don't know how I, I just remember it being playful. Your personality was attractive and it just drew me in. And I was like, okay, let me follow. I got, I got to find out what's going on here. And you make it seem uh, easy and something that we could, you know, digest without, without choking. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so here we are today, right? Here we are today. I love it. <laughs> now you, you, you know, because you work in this industry that it can be very stressful. Um, you know, there, there are days when, you know, you're super busy. So how do you wind down? What is, what is your wind down process from a busy day? My, I don't even think I wind down really. You don't wind down? No. And people are like, you have to, what's your balance? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't do balance. I don't do wind down. I just do, you know, like I, I follow a schedule. Like it's, it's thing when you're, when you're so determined, yeah. right, to change the world, I honestly don't think you have time to think about winding up. Mm. 
right? Because I'm so determined, yeah. you know, to, to make my clients be successful, to make them um, learn better money habits, to make them feel worthy of wealth, you know, and so determined and so focused and so obsessed that I don't really have a, like, I just go, right? I, I think I think it's all like what I've been called to do has now been part of my DNA yeah. that I don't need any winding down from it. That's me. Not everyone yeah. is the same thing, but that's just, you know, how, how I guess I was built. Okay. I love that. It's, it's all, it's all in the, in the, in your DNA, what can you do? Yeah, right? it's, it's, yeah it's all in my DNA, right? Um, <laughs> I don't wind down. I like, and I see, I love it when we, I think, you know, the books, all the books that, that I've read, they, I can't remember which book, but it's always said that when you do something that you really love, you will never work a day in your life. Yes, yes. Right? So you don't even feel like you're working. So it doesn't, exactly. It doesn't even feel like I'm working because I'm doing something that I really love and I'm passionate about what, what it is that I do. I can even do it from, you know, the pool, yeah. right? Because of Zoom now, right? Yeah. I can do it from the pool side, right? I can do it on vacation. Like you, I can do it anywhere because I love, I am passionate by, about what I'm doing. Perfect. You know what? Your passion really shines through. So Thank I know you. your clients are going to be successful because you're working with them. So you know, where can we find you if, you know, if anyone's listening to this podcast and they're like, I need to go find her. I need to find Money Smith. Okay. Um, where can they find you? Email, um, websites, where? Instagram, where? So you can find me on Instagram. So I have two pages on Instagram. I have like a business page and a personal page. Mm-hmm. Um, why did I do that? I can't remember <laughs> why, why I did that. <laughs> they both feel the same way though. They, they, so, you know, it's weird. So they, they're both built the same way, but I put different things on each one. Like I put different <laughs> characters. It's the weirdest thing. And I don't know why I did that. Right. So <laughs> you can find me at, at Malika, right. That's one of my Instagram handle. That's the, 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 I don't even know how to explain what that, that one is. Right. Um, that's one part of the brain on that side. That's the left part of the yep, brain. Yep. And at the Prosperous Finance on Instagram, that's the right side of the brain happening. Um, You can also go to www.theprosperousfamilies.com if you're interested in in becoming the best financial advisor you possibly can and joining the business and joining the team. You can go there and fill out the questionnaire. Let's see if you're ready, you know, to become an an entrepreneur. And it's it's a stepping stone, right? Um, you're not going to be overnight. You're going to be wealthy. But yes. once you, you are focused and you put your mind to it, you're going to get to where you want to go. Love it. Stay focused. Stay focused. And Miss- email, it's theprosperousfamilies.com. Um, info, 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 info at theprosperousfamilies.com. Okay, perfect. So I'll put all that information in, this, in the description box. So um, I'll send it to you. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Malika Smith. I really appreciate your time. The information you gave was so valuable. And I know my listeners are going to benefit from this. I hope. Oh, and I actually wanted to, to collaborate with you, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you more about that. Yes, girl. We talk about I, that. I, yeah, <laughs> I want to do a summit. So I wanted to know if you're going to be interested in doing that. Okay. Well, I like I, I, I'm do. down, down, down. We'll talk further for sure. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You are Thank more you than welcome. For your amazing listeners. I appreciate all of you. Now you're part of my family. Okay. That's how it works, right? Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Malika. You're welcome. Take care.
Thank you for tuning in to another great episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, as all these things help to keep the podcast alive. Take care. Until next time.